Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the Unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Champumogyong. Champumogyong, Book 13 The Completion of Restoration and the Settlement of Channel Guk. Chapter 4, Section 3, Paragraph 10. During the year that True Father was in Danbury, we had many agonizing experiences both internally and externally. From the providential viewpoint, however, these incidents did not harm us at all. Through everything, True Father opened the way for humankind to receive God's compassion, forgiveness, and love. You cannot imagine how many internal struggles True Father had to go through from the time of Hung Jin Sunghua and the declaration of the Day of Victory of Love until the time in Danbury when he established the Day of the Opening of the Gates of Heaven. You cannot imagine how much he poured himself out and how much he suffered to conclude this work with a providential victory. I thought to myself thousands of times that I would like to be in Danbury Prison with True Father and share even a little of the suffering he was going through. You must understand how precious is this very moment in time. Joshua and Caleb were both descendants of noble families. They were loyal to heaven to the end of their years. Caleb lacked for nothing, yet he united with Joshua. Instead of acting in arrogance, he placed Joshua before himself. Thus, because they were able to establish the foundation to restore Cain and Abel, the Messiah could come through the people of Israel. I think about things like this when I look at our leaders. I feel that we have not established a leadership culture based on love for and pride in each other. Our heart of loving and caring for one another should be stronger than it is in any other organization. You should be different because you are true parents' children. From now on, I wish to create a new environment through you. When you stop trying to elevate yourself and instead live for the sake of one another, nurture one another, and take pride in one another, then the organization as a whole can grow. On the other hand, when an individual or group selfishly thinks they are better than others, there is no development. If you live selfishly, you will shrink, but if you live for the sake of others, you will grow and develop. There should be absolutely no one who suffers pain because of you. We are people who save lives. Therefore, we should embrace with love all our brothers and sisters, all our members, and all people. When True Father went to the United States in 1971, he said, I came as a doctor and as a firefighter. Although heaven had thoroughly prepared the United States as a stronghold for the free world, the nation had deviated from its original direction of upholding God's will and instead stood at a crossroads of life and death because of its decadent culture, family breakdown, and communist infiltration. True Father knew how hard God had worked to nurture the United States, which was facing threats to its religious and philosophical underpinnings from communism and immorality. He was compelled to go to the front line by himself once more to save that country. True Father left behind accomplishments beyond what any ordinary human being can achieve. He tried to save the United States. This was a step essential to his mission to save all of humanity by upholding our Heavenly Parents' will. This is why Father called the free world and the United States, where democracy was wavering, to forgive, love, and unite. He awakened the good people of the United States. 
he himself thoroughly practiced the love he preached. However, the United States sent this man, who lived his life for the sake of others, to Danbury. Even as he went to Danbury, Father called us to unite. He cried out, I do not know what blessings heaven has prepared in the background where I am going. So be strong, be confident. The history of the global providence will record that true parents truly saved the United States and the world. True Father has dedicated everything to promoting harmony and understanding between the races. He loves even those who oppose him. Starting a very long time ago, True Father formed the habit of forgiving those who called him a sinner. He loves America more than anyone in history ever has. He believes God has called him as a voice to give courage to Americans who are fighting prejudice and oppression, so he is grateful to God. Internationally, True Father has continually made efforts to bring about reconciliation and unity among religions and harmony among races. Jesus taught us to work and live as members of one great human family of love. This is also True Father's philosophy, and this is why he has dedicated himself as a religious leader to bringing an end to all forms of religious prejudice, intolerance, and racism. Unity Each human being is an individual embodiment of truth. When we become aware of how we are connected to one another, the way to unity will open up. Ignorance and fallen nature block our awareness of the reality that we are not separate beings. When with love and truth we scale the high wall of ignorance and cross the wide river of fallen nature, we meet our original human nature. At that place, we feel a presence of God that makes us tremble. When we always attend God, ponder the will of true parents, and govern our lives and the world with love and wisdom, a miracle is wrought by which all beings from the self to the great cosmos unite with oneness in heart, oneness in body, and oneness in thought. How can we unite as one? First and foremost, we need to meet our heavenly parent, but this is not an easy thing to do because our ancestors fell. Due to the fall, all people are in ignorance and their original nature has been cloaked. For 6,000 years, a wall of ignorance has been built continuously higher and thicker, and the river of fallen nature has grown wider and deeper. It is difficult to scale this wall or cross this river by human effort alone. But our Heavenly Parent, who is the embodiment of love, is always ready to help us. Everything depends on our effort. We need to awaken our conscience. Our conscience is the second Heavenly Parent. When it is fully awakened, we can live a life of continual enlightenment through spirit and truth, a life of prayer and of gratitude for everything. We can hear the voice of our Heavenly Parent thrill us and resonate within us. Going a step further, every person needs to meet the representative of our Heavenly Parent. Human history is the history of the providence of restoration in which God worked to establish one central figure. 2,000 years ago, God established Jesus as the only begotten Son of Heaven, but due to the Israelites' disbelief, He was nailed to the cross. Therefore, Heaven's providence was prolonged to the time of the Second Advent. Now we are ushering in the blessed age in which the Lord at His Second Advent has come to this earth and has found the Bride of Heaven, the only begotten Daughter. Together, they have manifested as true parents. 
humankind needs to meet, attend, and follow true parents, who are the representatives of our heavenly parent. Only then can we rid ourselves of original sin, which has been passed down to us through 6,000 years. Then we can be reborn as people full of love and wisdom, fulfilling God's original purpose of creation. History has shown us that when chosen peoples, leaders, or countries failed to fulfill their responsibility, they had to pay great indemnity. When you are appointed to a position of great blessing, you need to fulfill your responsibility. You should not treat your position as being for yourself. It exists to generate progress toward the unity of the entire world. From a geopolitical and providential viewpoint, Japan has to unite with Korea. Even though that one country is better off than other Asian nations, if it cannot become one with them, it will not endure. In the long run, unity is the only way to resolve aggravating problems such as environmental pollution and be able to survive. Japan, in fact, has a lot of problems. But once we become one and attend true parents, they all can be resolved one after the other. I hope that all blessed families and citizens of Japan will become one with true parents and take the lead in saving Asia and the world. A while ago, I climbed 12 mountains in the Alps to pray and try once again to forgive and embrace you. True Father said that once this world is united, there will be no need for judges, prosecutors, or lawyers. But we are the ones who must build such a world. True Father is the King of Kings. It was up to us to create an environment for people to receive him, but we let him down. Even now, we should repent that we fell short, and we should make a new determination to do our utmost to return glory to God and fulfill his expectations. Henceforth, our church should never make so much as a crack through which Satan can enter. We need to unite absolutely. I am saying that there should not be my voice and your voice. We need to speak with one voice. By doing so, we can be a model for this nation and world. We need to uphold the dignity of the living heavenly parent and true parents. We need to become one with true parents. All our leaders and members should be of one mind and one heart, and we all should stand up once again with new resolve to accomplish God's will. Many countries have their own dreams and the leaders of those nations have a vision for how their people can prosper. However, at this point in time, it is morally unacceptable to pursue one's own national interest and push for one's own nation's happiness, freedom, and peace. There are many divisive national boundaries in the world today and many agonizing racial and religious conflicts. To surmount these, we need to lead humankind to the path of attendance to our Heavenly Parent, the Creator. We need to lead people to follow the way true parents have taught. When all countries become one, as brother and sister nations through true parents, the entire world will move one heart and one will. Then we can easily resolve the problems that plague us today. The most urgent item on your agenda should be to join in a Let's Unite movement. Yes, it is important for you as an individual to work toward God-centered mind-body unity. From your experience as children, you may think it difficult to strive for God-centered brother-sister unity. Nonetheless, I believe that this is something you need to achieve at all costs. When three people become one with true parents at the center, and you expand that foundation, 
you will achieve the will of God. In the four-position foundation, which can be seen as a microcosm of the world, the horizontal number is three people, with God in the vertical fourth position. I believe that when three people on the horizontal plane are united as one in the four-position foundation, focused on true parents, it will be easy to unite the world as one. Consider this on the wider scale of the world, with the world as an expanded version of the four-position foundation formed through the unity of three people with God as the center. This world has three key groups, people with intellectual power, people with political power, and people with financial power. It could even be said that these three powers rule the world. If you were to scale down these types of power, you can reduce them into three individuals. So as long as we understand, love, and cooperate with one another through sincere communication, there is no reason for us not to be united. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.